Welcome to the Mental Models Podcast. I'm George Baxter, and I'm a hedge fund manager for SaberPoint Capital Management. I'm Dan Krawczyk. I'm a neuroscientist and professor at the University of Texas at Dallas. And together we explore mental models. That is how we view the world and what the world gives us for feedback. It's not a brain in a jar. That's the gist. Welcome back to the Mental Models Podcast. Before we get started, I wanted to mention that we're always interested in questions from audience members. Um, If you'd like to bring up a topic that you want to hear us talk about or maybe address a specific question, go to mentalmodelspodcast.com slash questions. We look forward to hearing from you. Yeah, today we're going to talk a little bit about something that I've often said you can't make any money on. Okay, this is revisiting the macro economy. We've had a few different episodes uh, recently on this topic, and it seems to be a variety of movements in the general economy. So it's course, a timely topic, and so we're going to do a little brief uh, update episode. Yeah, I'm just going to talk about where we are right now and um, where I'm somewhat suspicious that uh, things may be a little bit difficult going forward. Uh, Donald Trump and the Chinese continue to escalate uh, their talks with respect to trade, and I guess the fear is that uh, the more it escalates, that the less likely it is that we're going to have some sort of a resolution uh, that could provide some uh, degree of certainty that will allow uh, corporations to invest uh, in you know, new plant equipment, things of that nature. So that's bound to come due at some point, that those uh, delays based on the talk are going to have some impact. Yeah, I think so. And uh, there's a number of other things that are going on. As we look at the picture uh, right now, the consumer is still quite strong in the United States. We have somewhere around 2% growth. Uh, We don't have very significant inflation. In fact, inflation has been quite weak. Uh, The Fed has eased a little bit. uh, What They said a precautionary mid-cycle adjustment, as I think what Powell called it. Uh, when he cut interest rates by 25 basis points. But at the same point in time, we've had an inversion of the yield curve, which I think we talked about before. Now, it's ironic that the market tends to be focused on the 2's 10 spread, which is the two-year treasury and the 10-year treasury, when the most effective measure is the three-month bill and the 10-year treasury. And those have been inverted since May. And that inversion continues to deepen. It's quite a deep inversion. And there's never really been a time in history where we've had that type of an, that severe of an inversion over that long of a period of time that we didn't ultimately have a recession within the next 22 months. Okay. uh, Anything else we should be looking out for? Other interesting things that we've seen or noticed uh, that are going on rail traffic in the US. You know, if you think about rail and carrier traffic. Those are the veins of the economy. And, uh, you know, when you see goods and services move or goods move through the transports, that tends to be indicative of economic activity. We've had negative year-over-year rail traffic for the last six months. And it's not just because of things like coal, which has been extremely negative. Uh, even if you take coal out, it's been negative. Intermodal has been negative. That tends to be things like automobiles. So what I'm saying is that uh, there, is, uh, there are a number of different indicators 
Pulp prices are down significantly. They're down about 30% year over year. You know, pulp is used in paper, which tends to be economically sensitive. It's also used in packaging. Uh, now there's a pattern of stocking and destocking that occurs with pulp, and sometimes it can come down in price without having huge economic uh, impact or relation. Uh, but that's a very negative sign. And I just recently took a trip to Oklahoma and visited with a number of oil and gas companies. And, uh, you know, there's no credit that's available right now uh, for oil and gas companies. And a lot of them are very financially distressed. Now, why does that matter? Well, a significant percentage of the junk bond market is allocated to energy. So if energy is weak, then credit will tend to tighten and the junk bond market, and we saw that in 2015 and 16, uh, which ultimately resulted in an uh, industrial recession within the U.S. The consumer was still strong, and we managed to pull through all of that. Uh, but right now, we have all of those conditions that are gearing up for something very similar at the same point in time, we have all this tariff noise. Now, I continue to watch the weekly jobless claims. I mentioned that before, and I have not seen a spike there. So I wouldn't uh, necessarily go into the bunker yet, but you know, things are more concerning than they were you know, a couple of weeks ago. And we talked in a previous episode, relatively recent one, about um, the protein uh, industry and uh, the possibility that pork supply should be taking a big hit. Uh, do you have any updates there? Yeah, no, that continues. Uh, there's actually been uh, further spreads throughout Eastern Europe of uh, African swine fever. I believe there are some uh, instances have showed up in Malaysia and in the Philippines. Uh, so it is very concerning. I think the official reports right now from China are that there's about 34% of their population has been destroyed. Uh, unofficially, there's a lot of uh, talk of numbers somewhere in the neighborhood 50%, with another 10% drop coming next year. If you look at pork prices in China, they've gone parabolic. Uh, but at the same point in time, uh, just this last week, there was a back and forth between uh, China and President Trump that resulted in another tariff being implemented incrementally. I believe it's a 10% incremental tariff put on pork. Uh, coming from the United States. And that's on top of a 65% tariff. So it'll be 75% that will likely be an inhibitor to the United States pork realizing that uh, value immediately. But uh, what will happen is we'll see more pork purchased from other parts of the world, which will then not be available for markets they would typically sell into because they would be going to China. So uh, we're staying tuned and we're going to continue to track uh, ASF as it develops because it's an interesting situation where either I'm suffering from a pretty significant amount of bias or there's a conservatism that existed at the same, uh, I compared it to subprime, that exists within the market because it doesn't have a historical experience of this effect uh, that will ultimately manifest in protein prices. It's an ongoing experiment, uh, George Baxter's mental model versus what actually happens in the real world. Right. And so we'll see how this plays out. Well, and there is another major development in uh, the world that 
does have to do with pork. Another position that we have at SaberPoint is uh, Hasbro, and they recently bought the Peppa Pig franchise. So most people don't know this really is the year of the pig. And it's clearly connected. Yes. <laughs> so we've talked today about uh, some of the uh, macroeconomic updates uh, as things continue to move. Uh, we recommend you check out the show notes that link you to Ray Dalio's excellent YouTube video on the business cycle uh, for the macro economy. If you haven't checked that out, please do so. Um, and uh, we will keep updating you as we go along. Just a reminder, we're always open to questions and uh, suggestions for topics. So if you'd like to contact us, please do so at mentalmodelspodcast.com slash questions. We'll talk to you soon. Talk to you later. Thank you for spending your time listening to the Mental Models Podcast. Content matters because your brain does not exist in a jar please subscribe. Visit mentalmodelspodcast.com for updates on Dan and George's upcoming book release titled Understanding Behavioral Bias, A Guide to Improving Financial Decision Making. Also available on mentalmodelspodcast.com are show notes, book reviews, and upcoming behavioral finance seminars with Dan and George. The Mental Models Podcast can be found on SoundCloud, iTunes, iHeartRadio, and Twitter. Please subscribe and thank you for listening.